Standing, please. Page 764, if you have a Schofield Bible this morning. Isaiah chapter 59. Isaiah chapter 59. Again, page 764, if you have a Schofield Bible. Amen. Yes. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 14. Isaiah 59, verse 14. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Just one verse, we'll read it again. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Father, Lord, we thank you this morning for the privilege oh, yes, to be in your house today, dear God. Lord, we thank you, God, Lord, for meeting with us already, Lord. We just, uh, Lord, thank you for touching the choir this morning and helping them. Lord, we thank you for the blood this morning, dear God. Lord, the blood shouldn't be an offense to us, dear God. It should be precious, dear yes. God. It's holy. And Lord, we thank you for it, for without it, there's no hope. And God, we just uh, pray now, dear God, you just touch our pastor, anoint him, and help him this morning. Uh, dear God, preach him, Lord, with your power, with your conviction. Lord, touch our hearts, dear God, stir our hearts, Lord, and help us to receive that, that you have for us, that the, the work you're wanting to do in our hearts and lives will be done here today, dear God. And Lord, that one that's walking afar off, Lord, that one that's uh, lost and undone, we come to the cross of Calvary this morning and trust you as Savior. And Lord, we give you the glory and honor and praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Again, we appreciate you being here so very much. Amen. We appreciate you being in the Lord's house today. And uh, we trust the Lord just blesses you richly. Amen. By, by being this way and coming this way this morning. Isaiah 59, 14, one more time. Judgment is turned away backward. And justice standeth far off. Why? For truth is fallen in the street. Inequity cannot enter. There's a story told that about Darius, the king of Persia. He gave a feast to 127 of his governors and famous people. He chose four men of his elite guard that was closest to him. And here was the contest. And the, this was to entertain the people, if you will. He said... The, I want you men to come up with a one-sentence statement of what is the most powerful word that you can give. And whoever wins this, he said, I'm going to give you a prize. I'm going to give you a necklace of gold. I'm going to give you a place of honor. He said, man, I'm going to give you a prize like you ain't never seen. So the four guards win, and they got to thinking and pondering and Finally, it was time. The first man stood to speak with a strong word. He said, Wine is the strongest. He proceeds to build his case of why wine is strongest and the influence it has in people's lives and the influence on the nation of Persia. And he shouted, Wine is strongest. Second man got up to speak a word. And he said, the king is strongest. He proceeded to tell why 
the king, the influence, the people that he touched, the thousands that obeyed him at his command. And he shouted, the king is strongest. Well, the third fellow got up. He said, woman is the strongest. He goes on to proceed. How the woman has influenced men and, and the fact that uh, uh, all that women have done and he got woman is strongest. The fourth one stood and said, truth is strongest. And without any explanation, he just stood Solid. And then he said, Truth never needs to be propped up. Truth doesn't have to be explained. Truth is the strongest. And immediately the crowd began to chant, Greatest truth! Greatest truth! Greater than wine! Greater than the king, greater than the woman. Greatest is truth. With the help of God, I want to preach on what happened to truth. And judgment is turned away backward. And justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street. And equity cannot enter. I believe we are living in a day that we have, at a time that we have redefined truth. Truth, something's happened to truth. It has been an accident. It's wrecked. It's been overtaken by humanism and socialism and everything else. And this morning, with the help of God, even churches have redefined truth. Oh, preacher, don't be dogmatic about things. Oh, preacher, we'll decide our own truth. You tell me what truth is, I will decide if I agree with that or not even though it is the Word of God. Something's happened to truth. And this morning, with the help of God, I want us to try to find out what's happened to truth. So this morning, may I say, first of all, and let me have truth up, amen? Okay, truth, come on up. This morning, I'd like to introduce you to truth. Fine-looking young man, is he not? Even if he doesn't look like his daddy, he's still a fine young-looking man. <laughs> Truth is going down the road, and 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 then somehow or another, I, I I don't know what happened, but Truth fell down. Okay, just fall down, Truth. <laughs> Man, what, what happened to truth? I was thinking I really ought to be using dad for this illustration, don't you think? 
truth. Can I say, first of all, truth never dies. The truth can fall. Truth can wreck. Truth can find a place. He's probably got the best seat in the church this morning. He sleep, and nobody will never see it but me. <laughs> Truth. We was going to a youth conference uh, about uh, two or three years ago, and we went up Interstate I-75. We ran into a traffic jam, and we was waiting. We got stuck there three and four hours. It was amazing. Finally went through, and we went by the vehicle, and they had it covered in all the tarps. And, and the next day, I heard on the news that a woman had lost her life on the side of that road. She had died. Can I just say this? Truth can fall down on the highways of life, but truth does not die. One plus one is still two. I don't care what the teacher has told you. White is still white. Black is still black. And right is still right. And wrong is still wrong. Good is still good. Bad is still bad. Truth does not die. We find that message change. Technology changes. Travel changes. It may shock you. But at the turn of the century, men scoffed at the ideal that we would ever go over 40 miles an hour. Scoffed at the ideal of that. But the truth is, all of those things are constantly changing around us. But truth, truth, truth never dies. The first commandment is still true. And one of the scribes in Mark 12, 28 said, came in having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? I know this is written over 2,000 years ago. I know that we don't believe it much no more, but I do know this. The truth has not changed. And Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. Truth doesn't change. I've looked, I've I've went to every every other uh, version to see if there was even the the possibility. But nowhere have I, thou shalt love thy money, thou shalt love thy job, thou shalt love thy pleasure, thou shalt love this, love that, more than you love God. It's not there because it's a lie. The truth is never dies, it's still the same. And then the second is like it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There's none other commandment greater than these. Truth does not die. But truth can fall. What happened to truth? It's fallen in the street. 
And when we allow truth to fall, don't miss this, anarchy, division, chaos, confusion, always comes. It always does. Truth is always the same. Two plus two is still four. Bible is still the Word of God. Jesus is still the virgin-born Son of God. Our natures are still sinful by birth. Christ still died for sinners. You must be born again to go to heaven. There is a heaven with golden streets and gate of pearl. There is a hell that has a little fire. Truth does not die. And the truth, Hebrews 9.27, doesn't change either. And he's appointed unto men once to die. And after this, the judgment. The older you get, some things do die. Ecclesiastes 12 says, Remember now thy Creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw not, when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. I don't know if you've ever read that list that goes on from, from there. It's almost hilarious unless you're living it. Why the sun or the light or the moon or the stars be not darkened nor the clouds return after the rain. He says, And the door shall be shut in the streets when the sound of the grinding is low. He shall rise up at the voice of the birds. He means you don't sleep as good as you get old. You wake up earlier. And I shall be afraid of that which is high. I don't climb ladders no more. Amen. And fear shall be in the way. And, and I'm a tree shall fall. And the grasshopper shall be a burden. In other words... Everything aggravates you as you get older. Truth, though, never dies. Truth never dies. But notice, truth has fallen in the street. Now, truth neglected, however, detours things in our lives. Truth doesn't die. God's truth ain't gone anywhere. I like what, you know, there, there was a day, and it still is in some circles, when we make much of the King James Bible, and we ought to. It's the only Bible there is. If you ain't got a King James Bible, just pitch it and throw it. You ain't got one, amen? But there was a day when people made much of that. And one day, an old dear saint said, Man, why, why is it all in a tizzy over that for? God's got the original copy. I love that. Truth never dies. But truth neglected detours some things that we really want in our life. Notice some things. All right, judgment. Give me judgment. Judgment comes down the road. And he's heading this away. And all of a sudden, he sees that truth... He's blocking the road. So, judgment can't get through. Traffic has come to a stop. And so what judgment does, judgment turns and goes back this way, and the Bible says it's turned away backward. So truth stops, uh, judgment stops about right here, amen, and just stops. He, he can't go any farther. Now someone said, well, well, what is judgment? Judgment is this, a verdict, a decision. It is a determination of right and wrong. 
It is a determination of right and wrong. There are many of you, you need to be able to determine is this relationship right for me or wrong for me? Is this right for me or wrong for me? You need to be able to have judgment of matters. But you can't. And the reason you can't is you're not willing to allow truth to be the standard. You're deciding what's right. You're deciding what's wrong. You're deciding if I ought to be faithful to the house of God. You're deciding if I ought to tithe. You're deciding if I ought to be back to churches tonight. You're deciding what's going to be prior. You're deciding what you're going to love. Now you need judgment to discern that. But judgment comes up here and says, I, I can't get truth is falling in the street and it just can't get through. So you lose the ability to determine right and wrong. A young man came to me. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant that he came to me. You don't get white hair being stupid. And you don't get white hair about marriage unless you've been in it many years. He said, Pastor, how do I know when the one I'm dating is the right one? I said, Hallelujah! What a question. Amen. Here was the answer that I told him. You're going to be shocked with it. Some of you didn't think I was this smart. Here's the answer. I said, you perform all in your life that you know is right. He knows to be faithful. He knows to tithe. He knows to read his Bible. He knows to pray. He knows to do right. When you do right, when truth is lifted up in your life, then you're going to judge the right or the wrong about this. See, what he wanted me to do is give me a list of what to look for in her. That don't work. That don't work. I, I'll talk about this a little bit later on. It's going to shock, I'm going to make a statement, it's going to shock some of you. Traditional dating doesn't work. You know why it doesn't? We stage. We stage. I, I never went and dated Darlene uh, looking like a slop. I put the best I had on I mean, I've done everything. We stage. Stage. 
And uh, that's a message on its own. I'm not going to even go there. But when we judgment, and many of you right now, you say, man, I, I, I need to... I need to have judgment. I need to be able to determine right and wrong. Now, I'm amazed at this. And, and me, and, me and Audrey experienced this. Our court system today is not concerned about judgment. That's the biggest joke ever was. They don't care about judgment. They're not concerned about right and wrong. What they want to do is fill a jury with people that's going to agree with what they plan on telling you later on. They want you to agree with them. Not, it's not about judgment or right or wrong. So they handpick who they're going to get to put on the jury. Of course, God, me and Audrey didn't make it. I wasn't the first one to go though. Amen. But I was a close second. Amen. They didn't like us. They didn't like us. Judgment can't get through because truth has fallen in the street. One of the greatest acts of judgment that's ever been. And you sit down right there for a time being, you just lay still, don't go sleep on me. One of the greatest acts of judgment that's ever recorded second to none was when Jesus stood before Pilate in Pilate's hall. And John 18 and 28, Then led they Jesus from Caiaphas into the hall of judgment. And it was early, and they themselves went not to the judgment hall, lest they should be defiled, that they might eat the Passover. And Pilate then went out unto them and said, What accusation bring ye against this man? Verse 33. And Pilate entered into the judgment hall again, and called Jesus, and said, Art thou king of the Jews? And Jesus asked him this, Says thou this thing of thyself, or did others tell it uh, thee of me? In other words, is, is this your question, Pilate, or is this what they told you to ask me? And old Pilate, gets, he gets a little tizzy. He said, Am I you? Am I one of you? Am I one of you? It's what he said. He said, Thine own nation. The chief priest had delivered them to me. Why? In other words, he said, your crowd brought you to me. Hey man, what have you done? Spill your guts. What have you done? I love this. Jesus answered, my kingdom is not this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight. I should not be delivered to the Jews. But, my, but now my kingdom, not from hence. Pilate therefore said to him, Art thou a king then? Are you, are you a king? Do you have a kingdom? Jesus answered, Thou sayest I'm a king. To this end was I born. For this cause came I into the world. Shall I bear witness unto truth? And everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. The truth heareth my voice. Some of you don't want truth. Some of you don't want to hear the truth. Because, you know, if you hear truth, you're not going to be able to stand that relationship you're in. Some of you don't want truth because you're not going to get to do what you done decided you're going to do. And then Pilate said unto him, What is truth? Now stop Stop the presses. Look this away. 
Because Pilate did exactly what this world does today. What is truth? See you later. He wasn't up for the answer. I was in my office one day, and it was about the time the lottery come in, and we was in a staff meeting. All of us supervisors sitting around there, and uh, well, Dean, uh, where's good? Praying, praying. Well, we'll talk about him since he's praying. Amen. <laughs> Dean Knight, he he, he come in there and he said, uh, he said, uh, he said, uh, hey preacher. What's the Bible say about gambling? Gambling is sin. Now I said, well, he was going out the front door. And I thought, you asked me a question, but you didn't stay around for the answer. Isn't it interesting? Preacher, is this one right? Preacher, why do you think about this? And we're not stopping to say, Pilate said, what is truth? And when he had said this, he went out to the Jews. He said, I ain't find nothing wrong with him. Such is the answer of the world. Scripture gives us several things about truth. Truth is the dilemma of man's sin in Job 9. I know it is so the truth. But how shall a man be just with God? The dependability of God is based on truth. He said, he said, destitute master of his mercy and truth. The deity of Christ is about his truth. In Matthew 14, 33, of a truth thou art the Son of God. Details of fellowship with God are about truth. Lord, thou shalt bind thy tabernacle who shall dwell in thy holy, in thy holy hills. He that walketh uprightly worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth. In his heart, judgment is detoured. Number two, justice. Okay, justice, come on up. Amen. Let's look alive, justice. <laughs> justice comes and says, now, justice, judgment, judgment, you come back over here. Judgment is the determination of right and wrong. Justice is the penalty when judgment is handed down. Judgment is the determination of right and wrong. Justice is the penalty that is handed down when there's judgment. Behold it! We don't have judgment. Because judgment starts down the street. And, oh man, what happened? Hey, truth, what happened to you? He fell in the street. And so judgment says, I guess I'll just have to go back. So justice is standing afar off because he can't even get through till judgment gets through. He just stands here and looks pretty. Handsome. Justice really wants to get through, but he can't. Because judgment and justice 
is always built on truth. Truth. And there's no justice without truth. I'm amazed at this. I'm amazed at it. We find that justice standeth afar off. So judgment is detoured. Justice is distant. Justice. See, in John 8, 3, you boys can have a seat right there. Don't go to sleep on me. Eyes getting heavy on me. No, he's doing good. He's doing good. John, we're going to help you out here a little bit. Don't you worry, we're going to help you out. John chapter 8. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought in him a woman taken in adultery. When they set her before in the midst, they said, Master, this woman was taken in adultery. We caught her in a very act. Now Moses in the law commanded that she should be stoned. But what sayest thee? Judgment was passed. She's caught. She's guilty. <clears throat> I believe it was a setup. I'd almost prove it's a setup. Hey, where's the dude? It takes two. Are you listening? It takes two. It takes two. Some of you look like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Amen. It takes two to commit adultery and judgment, but they're just dragging her up there. Hey, where's the doodad? Where's he at? Why aren't they dragging that rascal up there half naked? They drug an old gal up there. She's about, she's, I believe she's probably grabbed whatever she could grab to, to put up around her to, to try to be as, as, as modest as she could. Hair's all messed up. She probably has the smell of a strong perfume and the truth of the matter is and she, she's drug up there. She's weeping. Moses said she'd be stoned. Judgment's passed. Now, what are you going to do? And judgment was passed. But notice, Jesus, see, one thing about truth, one thing about truth, truth not only determines the right of wrong, of, now, you listen to me, truth not only determines the right or the wrong of what you do, but truth does something else. Truth determines the motive of why you're doing right or wrong. Bible says, and they said, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. It ain't about right or wrong for her. They don't care what happens to her. They want to accuse him. Are you listening? And judgment, truth, will not only judge 
what you do, but truth judges why you do it. And Jesus is standing there. Here's this poor little gal. Truth says she's guilty. Judgment has been passed. Behold it. What about the justice? Judgment says she's to be stoned. But is that just? Jesus gets down and he takes his finger and he starts writing in the ground. John was with her on this date. John said, Hey, stone her! Stone him! We have no idea what Jesus wrote. We don't. But I'll tell you this much. What are you going to do? Jesus looks up and he says, Ye, ye that be without sin, cast the first stone. You that are holy enough, godly enough, just enough, you come up here and grab your stone and let her have it. I find something interesting here. The oldest ones. George, I love you, but you're probably one of the senior men in our church. He started, he just dropped his rocks and went on. A little bit wiser than the young stupid ones. They were the last ones. But one after another, after another. And finally, Jesus looks up. He says, Ma'am, where's your accusers at? Under the law. You had to have two people to accuse you. She said, There's no man, Lord. Hold it. Judgment's been passed, though. She's guilty. She's caught in the very act of adultery. So there has to be a justice. Don't you miss this. God's not going to ever condone your sin. And look the other way. Are you listening? God's not going to condone your adultery. Hey, young people, God's not going to condone your fornication. He's not going to condone your filthy mouth. He's not going to condone your sin. He's not going to condone it. I don't care who you think you are. He's not going to condone it. He said, what the accusers? He said, none, Master. He said, well, there ain't going to be no stoning today. But he said this. He says, neither do I condemn thee. Behold it. Don't you go sin no more. See, God can save the homosexual. They just can't continue being a homosexual. God saved the thief, but they just can't keep stealing. God saved the adulterer, but they quit being uh, uh, getting in somebody else's bed. They, 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 God, God can forgive fornication, but you'll clean your life up, put some clothes on. Amen. God, justice. He said, "I don't condemn you either, but don't you go sin no more." Justice. Why? Because of truth. Because of truth. So justice is standing over here. And justice 
and judgment, they're standing right over there. Notice something else. Okay, ju judgment and justice, you stand right over there. They can't, they can't get through because of that. They Something else can't get through. Equity. Okay, equity, come on up here. Come on here, let's look alive. Stand up straight, equity. Let's come on, let's, come on, come on. Got to help equity up the steps, shores the world. Equity. I don't think that's fair. You're never going to have fairness. You're never going to have fairness as long as truth is falling in the street. Equity means equality. I mean, my, my, my granddaughter's favorite statement is this. That ain't fair! That ain't fair! That ain't fair! And that's second only to Baptist adults. That ain't fair. That ain't fair. Hear it everywhere you go. That ain't fair. You know why? And it's not going to be fair as long as truth has fallen in the street. Judgment can't get through. There's no determining right and wrong. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no penalty to determine right and wrong. And guess what? Equity, that which is, is fairness, is fair, cannot and will not get through because truth is falling in the street. See, one of the reasons why there's no equality in the... You know why this world's not fair now? We, we, this truth, we've shot it. Truth doesn't die, but we've shortened... We, we beat the devil out of it. We beat it down in the street. And we're saying to our school, there is no black and white, no right and wrong, no, no, no absolutes. Everything's relevant. Everything's great. You know, there used to be a day when I went to school, and it's not been that many years ago, when there was a right and a wrong, and a winner and a loser. Now we don't want no win, no losers. We, everybody's a winner. Nothing. What, what, what are you teaching? You're teaching them you can be lazy, don't do nothing, but you're still a winner. Truth. And there's no fairness. So, we've got to do something. Let's give these fellows here a hand. You stay truth. We're going to help you. You can be seated. All right? You stay down. Truth, don't go nowhere. Stay put. We've got to help truth. The reason why truth is not truth anymore, we brought confusion. We brought craziness. So we've got to help truth. Number three, truth doesn't die. Truth neglected. Truth never dies. Truth neglected detours. Truth needs deliverance. Truth need help. needs help bad. Justice can't pass. Judgment can't pass. Equity tries to pass, but can't end because truth is falling in the street. Never dies, but it's falling in the street. In Acts 8, 26, Philip uh, went to Gaza and he runs up beside of a chariot of an Ethiopian, eunuch, great authority, Candace, queen of the Ethiopians. He's charged of all the treasury and he's come to Jerusalem to worship. Isn't that amazing? He's returning and sitting in a chair and he read Isaiah the prophet. He read Isaiah 53. And the Spirit said in the Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And so he runs up to it and he says, Understandest thou what thou readest? He said, How can I accept some man should guide me? Interesting statement. He's reading Isaiah 53. If there's any chapter he ought to understand, it ought to be that one. 
there's any verses in the Bible you'll be able to be saved, it's that one. But notice, he said, how can I understand? So number one, truth needs a person. Truth needs a person. Truth needs you. Hey, young people, truth needs you in the school that you live. You realize how big of a hypocrite you are to be in church on Sunday, but go to school and live like a, like a floozy or, 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 or a devil, and, and, and you, 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 you put on a mask. Now, either one of two places, you're putting a mask on at school, or you're putting a mask on here at church. Which one are you wearing the mask on? Who's the real you? Who's the real you? Which one do you really are? I down in your little white church on a Sunday morning. I preached a message. Take off the mask. Take off the mask. And the man sat, sat by where, where Aaron's is sitting now. I walked by his seat and I looked and the top of his pants was wet where he had wept. The whole top of his pants was wet with tears. That morning he rejected everything I preached. He didn't listen to a thing. That very day we had a dinner. He come up to me. He said, he said, I, he said, preacher, I'll tell you what, I'm going to come to your house and we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do this. I said, man, that'd be great. I mean, I just thrilled to no end. And the next day I got a phone call. He was dead. But that wasn't the end of it. I mean, see his precious wife. I said, honey, is everything all right? You, you, you okay? She said, oh yeah, he, he, he owned, owned a business. He had this money. He had insurance. She said, we're good. I'm good shape. We're really in good shape. Come to find out when the man died, he lived a lie. He had $300 to his name, a pair of shoes. I did get the pair of shoes. Say amen right there. It happened to be my size. Don't look at me like that. And, and uh, had $300 to his name. And every day he pretended to go to work and went down to a store and hung out all day long. And you say, oh man, that's terrible. Ain't no worse than young ladies that come to church on Sunday get in the altar and pray, and yet at school, you're the biggest biggest flirt and the biggest flit, and, and, and you dress and you act like, bless God, you're the biggest harlot in town. Right. Ain't any worse than young men that are coming, coming around these altars and yet go to school, bless God, their pants around their ankles. I don't need to know what kind of underwear you wear. I don't want to know. If I want to know, I'll ask you. Dress like a and conduct themselves and, and 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 all this kind of kind of junk. And you know what's happening is you need somebody that loves you enough to say, Won't you quit living the lie? And it only gets worse when we become adults and we go to a job. When you go to church, I go to Southern Rock Baptist Church. Would the God, would you do something? If you're going to cuss like a sailor, don't tell him you come here. <laughs> Be honest enough to say, I go to church over there, but it don't do me any good. Because I'm able to cuss you out in just a heartbeat. Uh, it don't do me no good. 
I go to church over there, but it don't do me a bit of good. As a matter of fact, I'll run around on my life. I'll do this, I'll do that. I'll steal, lie. Don't make it. I don't want you to get honest about the things. You know, I'd go to church over there, but it don't do me a good. And by the way, if you're going to the liquor store, take my church sign off your car. Please. Please take keep my church. I'm sorry, I'm at this church. Give me that fence. No. Please, just, just do that. Hey, if you're going to the strip joint, please, please, please. Don't have... It gets worse if my sign's in your back window. They just see it better. No. Anytime we... Truth needs a person. Truth needs to start with preacher. I don't, I don't think I get my grammar well. I don't even think I'm a good preacher. I went to God, I knew so much more. One more time this week, I said, God, please help me to never sacrifice truth for a dollar bill or for somebody that's going to quit or somebody that's going to do this or do that. God, please don't let me... Because somebody needs to hear truth. It needs a person. Number two, it needs to be proclaimed. I saw for a man to stand, to make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, but I should not destroy, but I found none. How then should they call on him in whom they've not believed? And how should they believe in him in whom they've not heard? And how should they hear without a preacher? By the way, those of you that have Facebook and texting, you do proclaim truth on it, don't you? You do get on there and tell how good God he is, don't you? You do talk about how great God he is, don't you? Truth needs to be performed. God's a spirit, and they that worship him must be worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, please don't boo me out. Please, please, please don't boo me out. I hope you wasn't a hypocrite and come to the altar this morning and then not show up tonight. That just about wires me out. You did come to the altar to make a difference in your life, didn't you? You want your life different, don't you? Well, this week I bowed in the altar on Friday night. Man, the preacher preached. He preached truth. He hit me right inside the head. Amen. I found a place in the altar. I said, God, some things got to change. Romans one twenty five. the great sin of Romans one twenty, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. Amen. reason why you've got all this gay, lesbian, uh, homosexual activity is this. People are in love with themselves and they're going to believe a lie other than believing God. They love themselves. It's a selfishness. So, we've got to get, got to get truth up. How do we get truth up? How do we help truth? Let me give you three things. I'm, not, I'm going to pass on that. Let me help you three things. We've got to get truth up. Number one. Number one, here's how you've got to do it. We've got to position ourselves to hear truth. Okay, truth, I'm, I'm going to help you up. Okay, come on, truth, let's get up. Okay, okay truth, let's go. Here, here's, oh yeah, I've got truth up. Now, now that I've got truth up, here's what I'm going to do. Sunday night, Wednesday night, I'm going to position myself to hear truth. Brother Watson, did you teach truth this morning? Those that taught said in Sunday school, you know what you're doing? You, you, you're helping truth by being in your place to help truth. You position yourself. I want every one of you to look at me right now. 
I may not agree with the choices that you make. Howdy. I may not agree with the way you live. But I want every person in this church to understand something and understand it now. I want you here. Because don't you listen to me now. If you're not here, you won't get truth. Now, I may not agree with the choices that you make. I'll be honest with you, I doubt very seriously if I would agree with a whole lot of the choices many of you make. And I don't have to. Because it's not my choices, they're yours. I mean, I, I, it, it drives me nuts the way some of you do with your kids. But you know what? They're your kids. I ain't taking the brats home. Amen. Hey, <laughs> <And> my kids. <laughs> ain't no way. But they're your kids. But don't miss this. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to preach, on, preach to them. I'm going to love them. I'm going to treat them right. And I'm going to give them truth. Because if you're not here, you're not going to get truth. I, you Sunday school teachers, do you agree? Miss Shirley, do you agree with how all your class members live and do? Do you agree with every choice? But I want to ask you a question. Aren't you glad they're in your class? Because when they're there, she can give them truth. And if you're not here, you're not going to get that truth. You've got to position yourself to hear truth. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. Moreover, as last day approach, as you see the day approaching. Every time you come, it's not just being in the service, you're propping up truth. You said, I'm, I got, I'm, 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 I vote for truth. Then faith coming by hearing. How much do you think those, how much truth those that are not here to this morning is going to hear? How much do you think you're going to hear that's not here? None. Got to be here. Faith coming by hearing. Hearing by the truth. Number two, the pages of this word have the truth. Position yourself to hear the truth. The pages of this book how the truth. Right now, some of you are making life-changing decisions, and I guarantee you, you ain't spent two seconds in this book. Won't you junk the texting, the Facebook, the romance novels, the TV, the computer, the computer, whatever you got to junk, and why don't you get back to the pages that have every page truth. For this cause, also thank we God without ceasing. Because when you received the word of God, which you heard of us, you received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Psalm 119, 160, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. Then last of all, there is not only to position yourself to hear truth, Open the Word of God to have truth, but then get to the person who is truth. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. 
Ephesians 4.21 And so be that you've heard of Him and been taught by Him as the truth is in Jesus. This morning, if you want, if you want, judge, you want, man, I, I need to decide right from wrong. I, I need to know justice. I, I want it to be fair. I need equity in my life. I want to ask you a question. Have you run to the person that is truth? Jesus said, I am the way. Listen, and I am the truth. When truth dies, you can't find the way. And then when you can't find the way, you don't have life. You've got an existence. That's all you got. It's an existence. That's it. But if you want life, and God just gives more abundant life, you got to find it by finding the way. How do I find the way? Get to the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth. He said, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and I am the life. And it's in a person. And you're running to everybody. And the most, the most damning person we run to is ourselves. I'll decide what's truth. Instead of running to this book and running to a person, truth says that we all are sinners. Truth says as sinners we're lost. Truth says Jesus Christ became sin. Truth said Christ was buried. Truth says Christ rose from the dead and forever lives at the right hand of God. Truth says Christ is coming back from heaven. Truth says... When he comes, he'll open up the graves, amen, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Truth says, in order to go to heaven, God receive Christ as your personal Savior. Truth says, to get baptized and join the church and live a good life uh, and live for the Lord. It's not turning over a new life. Truth says, you've got to be born again. Truth says, you can be saved this morning. Truth says, you can be saved right now. And truth says, if you will get me out of the street of your heart and put him back in his rightful place. Then guess what happens? Okay, judgment. Judgment comes through and truth is standing there and judgment can say, okay, yeah, man, yeah, I'll help you make, I'll help you decide what's right and wrong. Yeah, oh yeah, we get through, yeah. We get through. And you got just Hey, justice, won't you come on over too? Justice says, yeah, I can decide right and wrong. I can understand the penalty of it. I can understand. I'll be just. just I, I, I want it to be fair. I want fairness in my equity. You come on through because justice uh, can get through and, and then equity can get through too. All of them get right on through because truth has been gotten out of the street. This morning I'm going to ask you one question. What has happened to the truth in your life? Has it fallen? Locks everything up. But this morning, you can help truth get back up. How? Position yourself. That might be around these altars and saying, Dear God, I'm so sorry. It might be some of you going home and looking to that boyfriend, that girlfriend, and say, I'm so sorry. 
I love you dearly, but I, I'll just be honest with you. We ain't got to God with this. So tell you what, we're going to part company for a while. You said, man, I'll cry. <laughs> it's a whole lot easier to cry now than it is for the rest of your life. It might be some of you young girls going to have to go home and get that Facebook down and, and you, have to clean that, you have to clean that garbage off of it. Quit being a hypocrite. It must be some of you boys going to have to go clean your filthy, filthy mind up. Truth. Because when truth is shown, it's proper, it's in the right place. Some of you are going to have to do something. Some of you got to do something you ain't done in a long time. You have to go home and figure out how I can get back to church tonight because you done decided one service is all you need. You, you have to go home and decide because truth. Position yourself to get truth. And then we've got to get back to the Word of God one more time. And then we've got to get back to a person. And every page of that book points you to Jesus. So I'll stand to our feet.